0: Welcome to the Rapid Growth Life and Business Podcast where entrepreneurs, business owners and life hackers develop strategies to transform ourselves and our businesses in the fastest way possible with the least amount of friction. Remember you're only ever one insight away. I'm your host Snowy Phillips. Hi and welcome to today's episode. I've said to you before that The educational system that we have in the West is often considered, to me at least, to be incredibly flawed. It was originally designed to indoctrinate, not educate. If um, you've read any of the work of John Taylor Gatto, who I've mentioned on previous episodes, you'll see that originally when the factories in the big cities were trying to attract People to work for them. A lot of the people they initially attracted was through the idea that their children would gain an education. And those self same people who came off the land, because pretty much everyone was finding their own subsistence at that stage, they'd come off the land, they'd had to be entrepreneurial to survive by themselves on the land. They'd come into the factories they see what's going on because they were historically speaking entrepreneurial because they had to be they had to run their own farms their own little businesses their own ways of existing and making a living in the world they go into the factories, see what the factories were doing come up with ideas to improve what they were doing go away and start their own businesses and so this was bad news for the people who had invested in their own factories or methods of production because the people who they'd employ would come in, see what they were doing, model in it, and go away and start their own businesses. Well, this is not what they wanted. They wanted a method of gaining a competent workforce who would be willing to just work and work for them. So the school system was developed to. I guess, in a way, indoctrinate people to become effective employees, not to be entrepreneurial, not to be thinking for themselves, just to say yes sir, no sir, three bags full sir, and, yeah, manage to work to make the people who got them there money, and so... That's why the educational system was set up the way it was set up, not to educate people, but to indoctrinate people into a mindset and methodology that would make them good workers. So, why do I tell you this? Well, there's... It was An interesting thing came into my, well, inbox this morning. It was a picture of 12 things... School doesn't teach you. That was the the image that landed in my, my well Instagram page, as it were. Um, and these are the 12 things that they said that school didn't teach you. I'm going to discuss each one as an idea and give you a, a mini antidote to that. Some of the ideas that expressed in this I will expand on or have expanded on in other episodes. So... I'll just go through the list, and as I do, I'll talk a little bit about each item. Number one, how to start your own business. School doesn't teach you that. And the reason why it doesn't teach you to start your own business, which is incredibly useful for virtually everyone, is that they don't want you to be a employer. They want you to be an employee. So how do you start a business? Well, I'll give you a quick couple of ideas how to do that, and you can take that from there. First idea to start your own business is this. You find an an irrationally passionate market, you ask that market what they want, and then you give it to them. That is idea number one. Idea number two is you model what is already working and just do that. You copy the format from one successful business and you do it yourself and if you can improve on that and i've mentioned in a a previous episode on on brain picking how to go about doing that so just follow that as an idea so there's two ways to start a business quickly and effortlessly okay so the next one on the list of things they don't teach you in school was how to find your passion well They don't teach you that in school and as you remember in uh, the episode on finding your passion there's a couple of ways that you can go about doing that. Well there's a formula that I give. The first part of the formula is test lots of different ideas. The second part of the formula is seeing what sticks or what you have a natural affinity for. The third part is dive deep on that affinity to see if it becomes a fascination. Once it becomes a fascination... The fourth, that's the fourth part, notice it becomes a fascination, and the fifth part is stay with it until you reach mastery. So you've got a formula for passion. The third thing they don't teach you in school is how to negotiate. This means you'll always get bad deals on everything in life, in business, in anything that you feel that you have to try and get the best deal for yourself. You won't because you've never got that skill. Okay, so I'm going to do an episode on negotiation, probably at some stage, but here's one quick tip that you can take away from this episode on negotiation. Whenever you're going to have a negotiation, ask for way more than you want at the beginning. That way, you can look like you're giving in to negotiation. So let's say, for example, you someone wanted to buy something off you, you only want £10 for it, but you ask for £100. If they go, £100? You're kidding. Well, maybe, OK, I'll drop it to 80 This is how haggling works. You ask for way more than you want, then it looks like you're conceding a bit and giving a, a little bit, when in reality, you've asked for way more than you want. So finally, when you arrive at the price that you want, you look like you've been reasonable. That's one negotiation strategies that you can take away. Okay, the fourth thing that they don't teach you in school is how to sell. Wow, like uh, one of the singly most financially viable skills that we can possess as a human being is how to sell. Not only ourselves, our ideas, our products or services um ourselves as a romantic partner for some people, uh, ourselves as a friend to people, as a an advisor, as someone who needs help. Asking for, for help is sometimes you have to sell yourself on being worthy of of that help. It's not a skill that, that is being taught and obviously it's so important in life. One tip for selling. Actually there's an episode on on some sales Secrets, Sales Sneaky Sales Tactics. Go listen to that one because there's a lot of good ideas in that. I'll give you one from that idea as a sneaky sales tactic. Whenever you're trying to sell someone on a problem, do it this way. State the problem, make the problem worse, and then solve it. It's called Problem Amplify Solve. The problem... Well, I'll give you three examples of that in the the episode on sales um, tactics. So go listen to that if you want that. But um, that's one way to do it. State a problem, make the problem worse, and then offer a simple solution. That's a really good sales formula. The fifth thing they don't teach you in schools is how to manage time. Time is our most precious asset, and yet we all waste it. There are loads of ways that our time is wasted and we don't get the things done that we want to get done but time management also like i say is not taught in schools so i'll give you one tip for time management plan your tomorrow in advance so know what you're going to do tomorrow before you even start it have it ready don't leave it to chance I'm going to do a big episode on time and management at some stage because I think it's such a really important thing that it needs a a maybe more than one episode to discuss. Okay, number six is how to handle money. I've mentioned this before in podcasts that it's absolutely baffling to me that the educational system doesn't teach financial literacy but as I've mentioned to you before I think that's because they don't want people to be financially literate it's far easy to control a populace or a, a mass of people. God, this sounds like a conspiracy theory if they don't have control over their money and understand how money works. Um, my tip for handling money is read George S. Clayson's book, The Richest Man in Babylon, or Money by Anthony Robbins. Both of them are great. Um, I'm, I'm going to do a full episode on financial literacy at some stage but there's a starting point for you. Number seven, how to face failure. Why don't they teach you how to face failure in school? A lot of people just crumble at the first hurdle, the first block, the first problem that they face. It's baffling to me. As I mentioned in one of the Gatto episodes, the notion of of sports being not to let off steam, but to confer, to confer grace and allow you to take knocks and get back up to to face defeat and move on. We need methods to to realise that it's not the failure that is the problem. It's the failure to learn from that failure, or the failure to continue onwards after that failure. We're not taught that in school. There's a lovely line in one of the Rocky films, maybe it's Rocky, I don't know, six or seven, where... um, he says life's going to hit you hard, it's not how hard you get hit, it's how hard you get hit and be willing to get up and move forward. They don't teach that in schools, but they obviously should, because life isn't one single line of of starting from somewhere and going towards glory. There's there's so many knocks that you'll take along the way, and, the, and school doesn't prepare you often for these failures. They... they teach you to take tests to try and learn things but not how to deal with things when they go wrong so that's number seven number eight is how to think i've said to you before that maybe this whole podcast is dedicated to the notion of how to think and how to think well it's you know I just see it as such a massive failing in our education system that no one thinks logically, no one thinks rationally no one thinks reasonably they cannot follow a logical and consistent line of reasoning or thought they they just fail to do that and so how to think is really, really important as I've mentioned to you in the, the original Trivium which was the old liberal arts or classical education it was all about um, reason or logic rhetoric and and grammar because they were the three foundational stones of of following a logical or presenting a logical and rational argument so but like i say this whole this whole podcast is about i guess thinking more effectively or using insights to gain better thinking in ourselves but like i say they don't teach you how to think that's baffling to me okay number nine the how to invest money now if they're not teaching even basic financial literacy they're not going to teach you how to invest money here's a tip for investing don't invest in anything unless you completely understand it too many people make investment in things that they have little or no control over some of them do it with a lot of control but not enough that's the biggest tip for investing money Understand the investment that you're making. Number 10, that they don't teach in school. Emotional intelligence. I think, not to be disrespectful of young people at the moment, but with the advent of social media and the I'm offended, social justice movement, safe spaces, people are lacking the basic emotional skills they need to deal with what life throws at them they are taught to be entitled that they deserve everything and that everything should come to them easily and effortlessly and that's how life should be well the real world doesn't work like that and so yeah children just aren't as well the children are adults pretty much no one is attuned to Being in touch with who they are and how they are and how they should be in the world. So the tip for this point is start observing people and their behaviours. Start seeing whether people behave in a way that's in accord to the situation that they're in. Are they overly angry about something even remotely not angry-worthy? If that's an idea, see how they are in the world and see how you think they should be. And then start to become a little bit more aware of, of how people act so you can act better in the world. Number 11, how to communicate well. <laughs> it seems to me that communication in the 21st century is is people think they are now communicating far more effectively when in the reality of things they communicate far less effectively. People don't know how to be empathetic communicators. They don't know how to tell a story. They deal in sound bites and ill-formed methods of transmitting ideas to other people. The art of conversation is being lost. And that to me seems a little tragic communication asking people being interested in people all these things are being lost so so there's the, the the well the tip for point number 11 is this be interested in other people's story jordan peterson in his book has a, a rule uh, listen to a, someone else like they have something to teach you i think that's really good advice for all of us and number 12 Well, this one is a little bit more subjective than the others, but maybe it needs um, mentioning. But I advocate this, but um, this is a personal preference rather than an absolute necessity. Point number 12 is the importance of travel. I think it is important to travel. I think it is important to see other people's cultures, other parts of the world, if only to realise what you've got ...or what you're missing... ...often when people go to another country... ...sometimes when you leave the West... ...and go to a country that's not in the West... ...you realise just how good you got it... ...how th- simple things like sanitation... ...electricity... ...hot running water... Um, you, ...you take these things for granted... And ...and when you go to other parts of the world... ...that don't have these things... ...you realise just how lucky you are also... When you go to other places, you realise that there are some really beautiful places in the world that aren't local to yourself. And that then becomes aspirational for you, where you go on holiday, where you choose to live. No one's really fixed in the 21st century, especially if you're listening to this. You're in the West, there's the possibility to travel. Back in the day, travel was was exclusive to only the very very rich the one percent of their day whereas now pretty much you can get anywhere in the world on one month's wages and see sites that were historically absolutely withheld from you so I believe in travel and I believe that people should look at different cultures to adopt the ideas and strategies from those cultures that are useful to you, because the Western way is not the only way, although to me it is the best way, but I I like to embrace other cultures, the, the way people are in the world, and you can't see that by sitting in front of a laptop or on a computer or sitting down watching TV. So the tip for this one is plan one interesting place that you would like to go and visit and take steps towards going there to see this. Okay, well, I think that's the 12. I hope there were some ideas in those 12 ideas that were useful to you. I, I'm i going to do more on some of the episodes that um, that are coming with regards to these ideas because... Yeah, the if this podcast is for anything, it's an antidote to just how bad I think the educational system is. And we do need to think about these ideas. We do need to discuss these ideas. Often, like, say, in life, you, you pick up these ideas only through trial and error or through hard-learned lessons. And... Sometimes it's far better to gain these lessons or these ideas or these insights through someone else's experience. And often, like I say, we don't know that we don't know these things or we don't know that we need to know these things. And that gives us massive gaps in our knowledge, our understanding and our possibilities for improvement and success in the world. Because there's these great swathes of knowledge that are just not taught to us and we don't need... and. We don't know that we need to know these things. Okay, then. Like I say, that's it for today's episode. I hope there were some insights and ideas that would were at least food for thought for you. Obviously, none of the things I've discussed are complete understandings of the 12 different points. But from your perspective, it might give you some ideas that you go, ah, okay, I need to think more about that. And like I say, the... Some of the ideas in this episode, I will be expanding on greatly in future episodes. If there's anything specific that in this episode you think might be, um, you might like to hear about, please drop me a, a message on Twitter, the Snowhow, uh, or at the Snowhow. Um, just add me and send me a, um, a message, and I'll see what I can do for you. As ever, if this, like I say, episode has been useful to you. Please share it with people on social media, with friends, family members, or anyone you like. Uh, Remember, as always, you're only ever one insight away. I look forward to you joining me on the next episode. Till then, you take care, have a great day, and bye for now.